Welcome back to Brave and Bossa Podcast. On today's episode, episode six, I'm going to be talking all about what I learned from Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend, including sharing some results from my own brand's experience and talking about how you can measure your results to make next year even better. So let's go. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brave and Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. This is episode six, and we're talking all about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, which was just about a week and a bit ago at time of recording of this podcast. I'm super up to date with podcasts right now. Um, So I want to share with you guys a a few results. So I'm going to talk about general results from Black Friday, Cyber Monday, like what happened generally versus some of the predictions that we saw coming in the e-commerce market. And then I'm going to talk a little bit more specifically about some of my key business results and learnings. And I'm going to give you guys along the way tips and tricks for how you can measure your own performance. One thing that I talk about a lot on this podcast is the importance of measurement and analytics. And I know for some of you, that is a very uncomfortable place. You just maybe don't feel confident with the data and how to read it and um, how to pull it and all that kind of stuff. Or conversely, maybe you do know the data, but you just can't find the time to do the analytics and that number crunching, or maybe it's just not your jam. The one thing I want to start off with encouraging you to do here is do this work. So even if you had the most amazing Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend ever with your brand and I hope that is true it can be even better next year and the only way you can get even better every year no matter if it's a sale or if it is a different kind of promotion or a product launch or just generally in your business is to constantly be learning and measuring your efforts so if that hasn't convinced you that you need to look back and see And I recommend doing this fairly soon while it's like fresh in your memory. What happened during this weekend, then I don't know what will. Because if you want to grow to be a million dollar business or a multi-million dollar business, those businesses don't happen by accident. They have very clear processes and measurements and analytics and reporting so that they know what works. Can you imagine dumping $50,000 into paid ads and not measuring the impact? Crazy. But... Let's say you're spending $50,000 worth of your own time a year on marketing efforts, maybe unpaid, and you're not measuring them, same thing. So it's really, really critical that you have an analytics mindset. And that's something that we teach in the email marketing masterclass that is open right now for evergreen enrollment if you're interested. And we will do the live course again in the new year Um, at some point and all alumni are able to join the live coaching calls as well. So that's exciting. But yeah, just keep focusing on those analytics and don't be afraid to learn and become a beginner with it. So if you don't know the analytics, there's so many great um, courses on there or YouTube tutorials or, um, you know, people you can ask or hire a coach to teach you analytics. There's literally people who do analytics coaching out there. So lots of opportunities to learn. 
All right, so let's start off by talking through some of the Black Friday Cyber Monday predictions that we would have gone through on the podcast, actually, probably about a month and a half ago, maybe even more than that, maybe two months ago. And we talked about this in the Black Friday Cyber Monday workshop that many of you attended. Um, So um, some of the predictions. So there was definitely predictions to have heavy increases this year in digital traffic due to many retail stores being closed. Um, unfortunately in Toronto where I'm based, all of the retail stores were closed except for, um, big box because essential retail or non-essential retail was closed. Um, curbside pickup will be really popular, high levels of out of stocks possible. Um, there was some sense that deals will be better than other years and the black Friday won't be just the weekend that it will last weeks and that it will start earlier. There was also a prediction that there would be a major increase in the cost per customer acquisition in paid channels leading up to Black Friday and during the sale due to all the big brands advertising on those channels. There were some people saying that, you know, AI and virtual reality and voice activated shopping will be really huge and that Amazon will dominate and Instagram shopping is going to be pretty big. So what actually happened during this weekend. So generally what we saw, and this is US statistics, so I apologize to my Canadians um, out there. (laughs) Unfortunately, we're not the best at um, curating our own e-commerce statistics, but um, you can usually use them as a bit of a proxy. Um, But basically Cyber Week online sales um, this year were 10.8 billion. So that includes so 5.1 billion on Thanksgiving Day, 9 million on Black Friday, 10.8 million or billion, sorry, on um, Cyber Monday. So sorry that that's actually I did the wrong math. It's over 25 billion. Um, with Cyber Monday actually being the lowest increase versus last year, so it was up 15 percent, and on Thanksgiving Day and Black Friday it was up 21 percent versus last year. So seeing a lot more growth on actually Black Friday and days leading up to Black Friday versus the actual Cyber Monday. And part of that, I think, is that Cyber Monday used to be for stores that didn't have like retail stores um, to offer um, online deals or retailers to offer specific online deals that had stores. And now everybody has a website, so it's not as relevant. Um, Shopify also released a report, and in it they said $5.1 billion U.S. globally generated. Average cart price during Black Friday, Cyber Monday was $89.20. Peak sales hour, they were doing $102 million at 12 p.m. Eastern Time on Black Friday. That's crazy. Um, 50% more consumers buying from Shopify merchants since last year. Um, so that's only Shopify data, but it's up 76% versus last year. So that's massive growth. And if you think a lot of, um, Shopify merchants are small businesses, so it's really nice to see more people shopping local. The other thing Shopify reported was the top reverse, uh, refers by conversion rate. So email was number one, 4.1% conversion rate, uh, direct 3.6 search 3.9 and social 1.9. So very consistent to last year. Um, Again, email is winning. So if you are not mastering email marketing, get in my masterclass right now, honestly. Um, It is something you need to master. And I'll show you why when I talk a little bit more in depth about my own results. Um, And lastly, kind of in, in summary, what happened? So Amazon did do quite well, but you actually... 
if you if you pay a lot of attention online, there was a lot of backlash towards Amazon during this holiday season. Um, there was a lot of stuff in the news about Jeff Bezos and his wealth and how much he'd accumulated and amassed and how he wasn't paying workers properly in the warehouse and offering benefits and hazard pay. So a lot of like boycott Amazon. So I think there was actually way more people this year interested in shopping small, shopping local. Um, definitely people started promotions earlier, as early as November 12th, to avoid supply chain disruptions, shipping delays, and that kind of race to the wallet. Um, but I definitely think that there was strong digital growth. And for sure, I personally saw that the CPAs went up on Facebook ads during uh, particularly Black Friday, but all throughout the weekend as well. It was just even really difficult to get your um, ads delivered. So let's move on and talk a little specifically about my own sale that I did with Encircled. So while I won't be disclosing any specific numbers, we're a private corporation. I want to give you guys a sense of kind of what we did um, and what worked and what didn't work. Um, so if you've taken the Black Friday, Cyber Monday workshop, you will definitely appreciate a lot of this content, but we decided to start our sale early this year, the week prior to Black Friday, and we did it with an exclusive. So what that means is we created an exclusive product just for this time period. It was actually a color that we created in one of our popular products and dropped it the week before. And that actually did really, really well because one of the things we struggle with is that leading up to Black Friday, the site goes dead quiet and it can be just a challenge to get sales. So this year we wanted to have a really strong launch plan and I would say that worked super well. And doing a launch of a product in a like that we know was popular in a color that we knew people would like uh, worked out really well versus launching a brand new product that we weren't really sure how it would be received, I think was a really smart strategy for us. Um, then we launched a pre-sale only to our email list on Monday. So normally we start the Black Friday sale on the Wednesday. We did it Monday this year. Again, just hearing that everybody was going out early. Um, before that, we had sent in an opt-in or opt-out email. This is something we do every year. So we opt, encourage people to opt out of our emails if they don't want to get a bunch of them. Um, and people really like that. And actually, a lot of people don't opt out um, for the most part. Um, and then we had our pre-sale, which there was a bonus um, recycled satin scrunchie for purchases over $300. So one of the things is we wanted to get people to um, basket build because obviously like our margins being an ethical brand, it is difficult to offer discounts and we were doing 20% off the general sale options. So general sale for us was a select collection of products that we wanted to feature for Black Friday. It wasn't our whole site um, and everything was priced as marked on our website. Um, and then we went live with Black Friday on Black Friday day um, and did some door crashers. So last year, we really focused our door crashers on uh, products that were being discontinued or that we had, you know, some stock in that weren't moving. This year, we did basically the opposite. We focused on one bestseller. We focused on making a value added kit uh, that had a new product that was launching that day. Uh, we focused on a piece where we knew we could discount and still get a decent margin. And then we focused on creating another exclusive. So a three pack of V-necks with a color that was new as well. And I would say that strategy worked really well for us because discounting, again, as a conscious brand is really difficult. Like we all have incredible supply chains and a lot of thought that goes into our materials and our production and a lot of cost. So we just can't do, you know, 60% off this. It just doesn't work. And I think customers really understand that and appreciate it when you do go that extra mile to create 
bundles or value-added kits or something that they would really love um, for themselves. And what we did was we combined orders over the weekend. So if people bought a couple of times, we could combine their orders and offer free shipping. And that was something we offered, uh, which was managed in our back end by ShipStation. And then, yeah, that was pretty much it. Then the sale ended Monday night. So um, what happened during the sale? Well, um, in general, our revenue was up during the Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend, about 53% overall. Um, and we actually hit 104% of our goal for that Black Friday, Cyber Monday week weekend, which is amazing. Um, you know, most most notably are um, actually like Black Friday was actually up quite a bit versus last year. So it was up 77%. And then our... Um, on Sunday, we did a promotion and that was up 146% versus last year. So we saw a lot of strong increases um, and we saw people shopping the sale really early too. Um, beyond those two days, the biggest sales day was the day we dropped our email exclusive um, access to the sale, which was the Monday. This episode is sponsored by Tailwind. The ultimate Pinterest and Instagram scheduler. Get your free trial and $30 credit by visiting tailwindapp.com slash Christy. We all want more traffic to our online store, but let's be real. You do not have time to be sitting in front of your computer all day posting on Instagram and Pinterest. The challenge is these are important channels that are dream customers often live on. So we want to be present, active, and engaging. With Tailwind, you can help grow your business with more traffic by using their Pinterest and Instagram scheduling apps so you can spend more time working on other things. I've personally been using Tailwind for five plus years and love how easy it is to use. Firstly, let's say they are an official Pinterest and Instagram partner, which is excellent. Next, they've got this awesome Tailwind Create tool where you can build beautiful pins faster than ever before. I can go from idea to pin in just 30 seconds and drive valuable content to my blog or online store immediately. You can also pre-schedule pins and optimize for when your dream customers are online. Lastly, Instagram scheduling is on here as well. They have a free Instagram bio tool on Tailwind called smart.bio, so you can easily drive traffic to your best content without having to change your Instagram link all the time. Confidently create using their beautifully designed templates and easy to use desktop and mobile apps. The possibilities are truly limitless with Tailwind. To get started and try out Tailwind for yourself, go to tailwindapp.com slash Christy. That's T-A-I-L-W-I-N-D-A-P-P.com slash K-R-I-S-T-I and get started with a free trial today. If you love it, and I think you will, you'll get a $30 credit on your subscription too. That's tailwindapp.com slash Christy to get a free trial and $30 off. And now back to the show. Um, so definitely we saw those trends coming across our store that like Black Friday and our Sunday was really strong, uh, really strong double digit growth in our business. Um, traffic was up. Um, I would say our traffic sources um, were pretty consistent with last year. Um, and in terms of um, the top generator for sure by revenue was email, email marketing, number one, it was almost... Um, I think it was about 50% of our revenue came from email. And then probably about 35% came from Facebook ads. And then the rest from organic search, direct social, unpaid social. Um, so we had sent out quite a few emails, but um, they were all very focused, very targeted. 
Um, would I change things? Yes. The only thing I would change is I would get rid of the reminder email. There were two emails that we did that didn't do very well. The first one is, um, we did, uh, an email to remind people that the gift with purchase bonus was ending and that generated some revenue, but it wasn't very good. So I'd probably cut it out next year just cause I don't think it makes a difference. And you kind of want to err on the side of caution. You don't want to over email people. And then same thing with the reminder email that we dropped on the Monday. Again, not very well opened, not very high performance, um, and just kind of like a waste of resources to do. Um, we really saw different trends too in terms of new customers versus repeat, really strong new customers on the US store, um, more repeat on the Canadian store. Um, and obviously our order volume was up quite significantly. And then our average order value was up slightly versus last year, not massively, but slightly. Um, and our conversion rate was way, way, way up. Um, so I really encourage you to spend the time and do this kind of reporting for your own business. I know it does take time to do it. And if you were in my Black Friday Cyber Monday workshop, you would have gotten the spreadsheet so you can do your own postmortem reporting on the sale um, and put in your goals and your actuals and figure this information out. Um, that was part of the course. So you can just download that spreadsheet from uh, the Thinkific area and fill in your information. Um, but go through it. Look at your revenue, your traffic. For sure, you want to look at your sources of traffic and revenue. So go into Google Analytics for that one. Um, check out your emails, pull that data from your email software provider, go into Shopify, get your new versus repeat customers, orders, average order value and conversion rate, um, and put it all together in a little report for yourself. And even if you don't have a team, I highly encourage you to do this because at the end of the day, this is a great practice to get into and you really want to have this information next year because when it's summer because we're all going to start planning black friday in july <laughs> like we should um i'm actually planning on hosting another workshop so if you bought um last year's workshop there'll be like a special promotion to get into this one um so stay tuned for that but i'm going to have it earlier because i think it's really important to get started on the sale planning super super early um, but anyways, so you want to have this information. So in it, in this like re um, report I've put together, I took feedback from my team on the sale, feedback they've heard from customers. I took all these like analytics, macro trends, um, micro trends, um, and I put it into a Google slide deck. And then um, I put in some more information. We're going to pull some customer love metrics, some sell through data on products and kits and stuff like that that my production manager is putting in here um, but you could keep your super simple you can also put some screenshots in here because you will be surprised when you go back to um, review black friday cyber money in the summer when we're starting planning early um, you will forget what happened i forget what happened you know i forget what happened like do you even remember what you ate for lunch yesterday i don't so i need like a really visual reminder and it just saves you time because maybe then you have like some new people on your team so you can go through this deck and say this is what happened this is how we did this is how we could do better so always looking for those opportunities for improvement is super critical to your growth so if i left this black friday and cyber monday and i said listen like we were up pretty much almost 60 percent in revenue versus last year that's great we're 104 percent of our target okay, great. Like we must have done awesome. Um, no, there's always something you can learn. So like, what could we have done better? 
So this is a great question that I'm asking myself right now. I'm still kind of gathering feedback from my team, but definitely our gift with purchase was not as um, juicy as the year before. The year before we did an earring, a gold earring um, gift with purchase, but it was very expensive for us to do that. And this year we created a product for it um, that was less expensive for us to create, but and lowered the average order value required to get the gift with purchase. But definitely less people took us up on it for sure. And we decided not to use an app this year to have the gift with purchase, which I think might have been a bit of a mistake in a way because it's it complicated the process for people. Uh, the other thing is we hard marked down products in our Black Friday Cyber Monday collection. Uh, we did find some people using discount codes on top of that, and there's really no way to prevent that, unfortunately. So unless you're on Shopify Plus, which we are not. Um, so I'd probably do the reverse next time. I would put our Black Friday Cyber Monday um, deals on um, permanent markdown and then I would put or semi or temporary markdown and then I would use a promo code for the collection I think um, and then just have our team watch those deals although like the deal volume like our door crusher deals were massive so you really have to pay attention to that but you can do a lot more work in your creative saying like no additional coupon codes and then you can just cancel the orders really quickly it's a little bit more complicated when somebody's put a coupon code on an order with like six items and then you have to go email them and and whatnot um, or we will also look into an app to see if we can do something there to prevent that. Um, we had, I know anecdotally that we had really great response times and customer love coverage. I mean, all of our orders are pretty much out. Whereas I know I haven't received barely any shipping notifications from brands that I shopped at. So I think our uh, logistics operations was really good. Um, product sell through, um, pretty decent for sure. Um, and we, we were able to move some products that aren't moving right now. So in our Black Friday Cyber Money collection, we put one of our most popular products typically, but it's very travel related, um, cause it hasn't been selling cause nobody's traveling. Um, and that was able to get a nice bump in volume, um, as well. We had some clear out product and some stuff where we had some last pieces, um, so it was a nice way to clear out some inventory, reward some loyal customers, um, and surprise and delight as well. So those are the kind of the major things I'm thinking of. And then I think just the pre-promotion. One last thing I want to mention about um, the sale. Um, so some of you may know this from following me on Instagram, but, um, you know, early on in November, unfortunately, I had one team member who was full-time running our social media quit and another team member who was our marketing lead go on leave. Now, um, none of the social media coordinator left right before Black Friday and then the marketing lead ha actually decided not to return. So I was down two full-time marketing people during the sale and I was doing all of the emails, all of the social media. It was a lot, all the strategy, all the planning. So I would say I would start planning further in advance next year because everything kind of backed up into the week before. We wanted to get all of our emails done in October. We ended up doing them pretty much the week before week of. So don't underestimate how long it takes to do this kind of stuff because creating all these emails, testing them, making sure they're perfect, like and the segments are set up, like it takes a lot of time in Clavio. Wow, I really learned even more about Clavio through this process. As well, all the social media posts, we did a bunch of reels for the social media posts and those are great, but they take so much time to edit and shoot. Um, and all that content we did specifically for Facebook ads, like you need to start really early on this. So next year, 
I think we started planning in August this year. Next year, for sure, we're starting in July. And definitely, because of the value of the sale, I definitely will be leading this um, probably next year. And just to have consistency, because I just can't. I can't take it over mid midway, which is what happened this way. So I was definitely aware of the strategy, and I was involved in all the meetings, but I wasn't executing things necessarily for the sale. Um, and as you guys know, like I like to be involved, but I also preach releasing control to team members, but you can never deal with the unexpected when team members leave um, during this time period. And then you have to pick up the pieces and sometimes you realize that things weren't necessarily set up as they should be. And then you have to work backwards. So it was definitely a stressful time. I'm not going to lie for me personally, um, and professionally, but we made it through, um, and we smashed our goals, which is great, but definitely good learning for me. The other thing I would say is that, um, one thing I think we did really well with the sale is because our logistics and operations were really smooth. We hired two pretty much full-time temp um, holiday hires. Um, They were part-time leading up to the sale and then full-time throughout the sale. And those two individuals were great for helping shipping and keeping our office safe so we don't have more than a few people in the office at once um, due to COVID for shipping. Um, But the order volume was so high, so we had people online on chat, answering the phone, texting people. Like our customer love response time was 1.2 hours. Isn't that crazy? I don't even know how that happened. (laughs) Like who was responding to these at like two in the morning? Um, But just having those team plans in place and just really clear roles and responsibilities, I think was a good learning for me. And I think because of the, just the sales volume and the revenue associated with this event that next year, I think I'm just going to manage I'm going to oversee the whole project with like other people kind of contributing to the project, but definitely I feel like I need to be more in this next year for sure. And we're definitely going to start planning in July. So we're going to start earlier. Um, And yeah, those are kind of my key learnings. So I really encourage you to go through this with your own business and just do a bit of reflection. So what worked, what didn't work? Um, Look at the numbers, look at the data. Don't be afraid to look at it. Like even if it's bad, you got to look at it. Even if it's good, you got to look at it and make sure you celebrate some of those wins. And so the key metrics I think you should look at is your revenue by day um, during your sale um, over last year, how much it increased versus your goal, Um, definitely your traffic, your traffic sources, your email performance, new customers, orders per day, average order, um, conversion rate, average items per order, um, and then just anything logistics related, merch related, et cetera. Spend the time doing this now. You won't have to do it in the summer when you're starting planning for your sale again. And then next year can be your best Black Friday, Cyber Monday yet. All right. So I hope you enjoyed this super specific podcast where I really let you inside and to hear the results on our sale this year. I hope you learned a lot. And if you love the episode, please share it on social media, on Instagram and tag me at Christy Sumer. I'd appreciate any and all shares. All right. Take care and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.